This is Blue Collar Culture, where you don't need ping pong tables, a cereal bar, or nap pots to attract and retain real A players. Join us where we speak with down-to-earth leaders that understand what it takes to win with a blue collar culture. Now here are your hosts, Jeremy McLiver and Ryan England. You may know that I have struggled with so-called marketing experts for pretty much my entire professional career. A couple of things that I really struggle with is that they're good at selling and they're good at sharing the information that shows they're doing a great job. But so many marketing companies don't focus on the things that actually matter. And today's guest, when I first met her, I knew that there was something different because they do focus on the things that matter, the things that are going to drive better results for your marketing efforts and drive ultimately more revenue to your company so that you can improve your bottom line. We're going to have a great conversation about a couple of things that you can do to improve your marketing and get phenomenal results. So I want to welcome to today's show, Brittany Murphy. She's a partner over at One Thing Marketing, and they are doing things quite differently from the rest of the market. Brittany, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you for having me, Ryan. I am so excited to finally get on the show with you too after talking with Tammy. I know. We've been in conversation for quite a while now, and I think there's some great partnership opportunities here. But more importantly than that, I want to introduce you to our listeners because I know that you have a very unique approach to helping people with not only their website, but just their marketing in general. So tell me, in your opinion, what is the biggest myth? What's that thing right now that so many people listening believe that isn't true? and You just want to shatter it for them right now. From big to small, it's that most marketing doesn't work and it's a waste of time. Niching that down further, what I specialize in is SEO, search engine optimization. And the biggest myth is basically SEO is a scam. So I'm ready to debunk (laughs) all those. (laughs) No, I think that's great because we talk a lot about writing effective job ads. And I have to remind people that Indeed is a search engine. You have to search engine optimize your job ads because if you don't, it doesn't know what you're talking about. Now, I do get what you're saying, though, and I do get why that myth exists, because there are a lot of people out there that are less than honest when it comes to SEO, but I don't believe you're in that bucket. So tell me this idea that marketing doesn't work and that SEO is a scam. Where does that stuff come from? Why do you think that people believe that? Well, in my role within the company, I get to hear the festivus of anyone in the trades that's looking to basically complain about what's going wrong with their business. So I love it because I know what's the root cause of most issues. And what I'm hearing from most people is that they just feel like they've been swindled. They have been taken advantage of. They were paying thousands of dollars monthly. And at the end of the day, had nothing to collect for it. So that's kind of where most of this is coming from. By the time someone's talking with me for a new strategy, they're very jaded. And it is my job to audit, give them explanations, an example of a good strategy move forward with so that where with more education, you can make a better decision. And I think that's kind of where we were talking briefly before we started. Most marketing agencies, their job is to sell. So they are going to spin what's going to work the best and at times mainly what's the best for them and what's not always the best for the client. So I like to jam pack knowledge into this so that way you can be a smart, savvy business owner because you don't have 40 hours a day to just think about marketing. So this is where you can focus all over your business, but kind of know you have the best cards in your back pocket. I love that. So there's an element of education. I think that's where a lot of marketing companies fail 
is that they don't educate well. They send reports that nobody but them understands. They send all this information that is super technical, full of jargon. And at some point, you just have to trust. And it's, I spend X amount of dollars. How many new clients do I get from those dollars? And there's so many moving pieces in between. And that's usually where the communication and the information breaks down. So I love that you're educating people. So when it comes to overcoming this myth and overcoming this hurdle, I'm sure there's people listening right now that are like, oh yeah, I know some of those marketing people that you're talking about, or maybe they currently are working with one and they're just afraid to pull out. What do you think is holding them back? What do you think is keeping these business owners thinking this way and continuing to do this? And what are some actions they can do to break through and get through that? Yeah. I mean, really, when we look at the root cause, it's going to come down to time or money. These are usually the two issues we're juggling when we're not letting everything make sure that it's going as well as it can. Our time is being spent somewhere else. So for example, someone who's lacking in money is going to probably be more of a newer business, maybe not too many employees. They're trying to drive leads. So they're going to take some more of their time to DIY or do research to talk to find someone local that they really trust to kind of work with. The flip side, most companies I talk to, no time in the world. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. They are busy from sunup to sundown. And so that's actually what I specialize in are my guys who are just so busy, but they need to stay busy. And if you can't devote your own time to make sure you're staying busy, then you're going to have to hire and spend money for someone else to keep you busy and also make sure you're still showing up when you need to, to make sure you're doing business throughout all the seasons and you can keep all your guys fed and full and hungry the entire year long. So that's kind of what I'm seeing the most issues with is either we didn't devote enough time to figure out what we needed to do, or we just blew money and had no accountability. So our marketing company, maybe they were doing reporting, but it was based off impressions. Do you know what impressions 100% means, Ryan? (laughs) I don't know. But last time I checked, that's a vanity metric. Exactly. So (laughs) So. that's kind of what we get down to is when I look at different reports, other companies come to me with and they say, hey, this is what my marketer's doing. What do you think? Is this working? I kind of ask them those questions. At the end of the day, is an impression a phone call a new business? Well, no. I don't know what an impression is. Exactly. Let's just take a step back, ask and figure out what the heck's going on so we can make better decisions with where we're spending our money because marketing can feel like a scam because we have all heard that phrase, you have to spend more to make more, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not always the truth with marketing. I really love to even squash that thought. Yeah. And for those of you that are wondering, a vanity metric is one of those that really doesn't mean anything, but it's fun to talk to your friends about. Or the marketing companies think that they're really cool because they're usually big numbers. And so vanity metrics really don't drive the results that we're after. <laughs> And impressions is one of those. Yes. And if you think even 10 years, 20 years back before digital marketing was so popular, vanity metrics was all we had to track like traditional marketing. So how many people drove past a billboard? How many listeners tune into this radio station? So they were what was all that was used. And that's kind of where we'll get into in the down the road, this podcast, stay tuned. But I'm going to tell you how to push back on these numbers because what worked then is not going to work now for you. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said too about where we see a lot of our clients too is that they don't have the time right now. And unfortunately, this is what I believe about marketing. Feel free to disagree with me. But when we're marketing for open jobs and recruiting and that kind of stuff, if you don't spend the time working with the experts, getting them the information that they need, helping them understand the intricacies of your business and the way you recruit, you're really just basically throwing mud up against a wall until the marketing company figures it out. So as much as you might not have the time, you have to make the time if you really want this marketing stuff to work well. Yeah. And to be truthful, we don't want to figure it out for you. 
we could be wrong. (laughs) And that's not something you want to spend your money and be that close to wrong with it. But that is something where even one of the first questions we ask our client before we write anything on their website is, what is your voice? Are you always conversational? Are you very serious? Are you always making jokes left and right? Are you a punny type of company? Those are things we want to know because also just with recruiting, like trying to find a new client, they're going to be geared and pulled towards certain dynamics and certain personalities. So the more lovable and likable you are, it works not only for my role marketing to close more business and get more leads. It's also going to help when you're getting more leads, have more employees trying to get in with your company to work with you because they like what your message is. They like what they're seeing with those things. So these things hand in hand, I mean, it's a beautiful relationship they can have if you can make them work together. So I like to tell people it's going to be two birds, one stone. So what Ryan's saying versus what I'm saying, you can use these things in harmony together on your website and on your marketing. I love that. We talk to a lot of people that tell us that, oh, the only way to recruit right now is to offer more money, is to give more money. Well, that's akin to being the low price. But I know this for a fact, and everybody knows this, people don't leave jobs, they leave managers. They leave people, we've all heard that saying. People don't look for a new service provider because they wanna save money, they don't. And if we don't understand who you are at your core, when I say we, I mean, Brittany and myself, as marketers, recruiters, people that are gonna help you grow your business, if we don't understand who you are at your core, it's really hard for us to help you. So tell me, what's one thing that they can do to really start getting some results and seeing some movement forward? The first answer is common sense, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, we all know common sense isn't all that common sometimes. Yeah, so it's always worth repeating. One of the biggest things I tell all my guys is you have got to take your marketing back into your own hands. So what I mean by this is even if you're a very large company and you have an internal team doing this, if you have not talked to that marketing team internally for weeks, months, who is? Who is helping them try to gear them towards the right position? So let's take that a step back. Well, most companies I work with do not have an internal marketer. That's why they're working with us, an outside agency. I have to pull teeth at times, Ryan, to get people to meet with us to tell us some things and questions that we need the answers to, to continue doing the best service for them and marketing them in the areas or with the services that they want. So you have got to talk and have this communication. And a quick and easy tip when we're talking marketing, when we talk recruiting, there's answers that people want to see on their website. When it comes to marketing and new clients wanting to call you, whether that's their roof is leaking, their toilet is leaking, their HVAC system's leaking. I mean, everything can be leaking nowadays in the trades. When it comes to that nature, they need to be able to see these answers to build trust and authority with you. So the more information you can jam pack onto your website, onto your social, onto anywhere you're really marketing yourself fully and completely to, the more likely you are to going to get that sale, get that hiree. I mean, get everything you're kind of looking for. Because at the end of the day, we're all asking questions we're mainly asking those questions to Google first. So does your website, who Google is using to find the answers from, have those answers on your website? And that's kind of one of the biggest things is small company, big company, it all comes down to the same thing. You have to be providing value and resources to your clients to get more people to find you and to basically build your business in a very scalable and non-expensive way. So if we choose not to do that, which I mean, myth busted, that search engine optimization, basically Google rankings is all about having the content and ranking when people type that question in. How much HVAC repair near me? How much does HVAC replacement cost? Metal roofing versus shingle roofing. They're all questions they're going to. So if you don't have those answers, Google's not going to find your site. It's not going to put it in front of someone and they're not going to end up using you. So I always tell my guys, have your techs write down these questions. Have your office staff write down these questions. And if you're getting them so often, tally mark them. These are questions I bet you 10 bucks 
you don't have on your website and you don't have mentioned anywhere. And it's somewhere they're having to do research and you're just making it harder for them at the end of the day. We teach a process when it comes to recruiting to have an FAQ page on recruiting. And not only what are the most common questions, the most frequently asked questions, but what questions do you wish people would ask? <laughs> and we teach this process to create a page is just FAQ. I imagine they could do the same thing to help Google out, not have to worry about how they squeeze it into a paragraph or on their homepage, just have FAQs and just a page that Google could then know this. these are some questions they can get answered. You have that FAQ page. And then later on, you're eventually going to have a blog post on your website that really lays out these questions in full because those are the pages that will rank. And that's the page that you want to rank because when it pops up, heck yeah, you have like a little call to action that says book or schedule or send here your resume. I mean, whatever it kind of is on the aspect of it, you're making it so seamless and simple for them to get in touch with you. And at the end of the day, I literally just told you in five minutes, that's the marketing funnel, getting found, giving them something to make them trust you. And at the end of the day, they trust you enough to close to be your new client or be your new employee because they found you via that metric. If you're not doing any of it, then you're going to always struggle because you're never going to get found. And by either people you know, new clients, new employees, all of the nature, I mean, we're all online now. And that's my joke. Every kid's born out of the womb with at least an iPhone 14 now, I think, is <laughs> the ones that the newest babies are coming with. Yeah, I like that because at the end of the day, Google doesn't care how pretty your website is. Google doesn't care about those things. But if the things that Google cares about aren't helping you get found, the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. The number one reason that people struggle, especially smaller businesses, struggle to recruit good employees is the good employees don't know they exist. It's the number one reason. They don't know you exist. You throw an ad up on Indeed, it says nothing about who you are, what you do. They've never heard of your company before. They move on. And I imagine in recruiting, hiring managers, 75% of hiring managers say it's easier to recruit good people when people are familiar with your company brand. I imagine it's at least as high, if not higher, when it comes to getting customers that being found and people being familiar with your brand is absolutely critical. And you can do it just through SEO and Google and those kinds of things. You don't have to buy billboards and television commercials and all the other stuff, which by the way, I don't recommend because they're hard to track, almost impossible to track. Yeah, yeah. And kind of one thing is to what you just mentioned, we're going to get into my next tip. So maybe I'll save it, but there is kind of- No, 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 go ahead. Don't leave them hanging. All right. Well, number two, guys, I already told Ryan, I want to scream this one. Please, 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 please track everything. <laughs> and guess what? Another myth I'm going to bust that you can't track everything. It's going to be busted. You can track everything now. It's going to not be perfect for every situation, but that's kind of their half of where I'm very disgusted by a lot of marketing companies nowadays is they're not doing the due diligence and the proper type of tracking to help the business owners at the very end of it. So like we mentioned previously, they're tracking impressions. Well, that's great. That means impressions in my world when it comes to Google rankings means that's how many times your website popped up on the first page. Well, that's pretty cool. If you can see impressions rising, that's a great thing that starts to tell you, hey, I'm starting to rank better. But that doesn't mean your calls tripled just yet. That doesn't mean you got anywhere further that you need to be in the goal. So what I talk to a lot of people about is call tracking, social media tracking, in traditional tracking. Those are the biggest things that you have to put what you're doing on and it can work in all facets of the business. And like I alluded before, in the old days, we couldn't track as easily. And the only way we could was to buy separate phone numbers and have a million phone numbers at the end of the day kind of port into one because we had to have a separate one for our newspaper, our billboard, our TV ad, our radio ad, and so in our magazine ads and so forth with it. So it is a very similar system now as to what we use. 
But that's kind of my biggest problem. I want to shout from the rooftops. If you are working with a marketing agency or you are not working with anybody, track your crap. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, you need to track your website. You need to track your Google My Business. Yeah. You need to track if you're running Google ads, your social media, if you're running ads there, which I'll be honest, I'm not a huge advocate of in the trade space, just because if my roof is leaking, I'm not going to TikTok. I'm not going to Facebook. I'm going straight to Google, typing in roof repair, some keywords such as that, and getting the first few people that show up, have good reviews, and I'm just going to call them and schedule out some quotes. That was the key, people that show up. Yes. That has been a big challenge right now. I need someone to do some fence work at my house. And I contacted seven or eight people. I had two that actually called me back. And I'm just like, well, I can't help you. And you know what? That's on the customer side, but that's on the recruiting side too. This is my little pet peeve right now. This is my thing. We talk a lot about ghosting. Everybody knows that employees are ghosting like crazy. Two thirds of employees never hear back from you. They never hear back from companies when they apply. Stop ghosting them. You want them to stop ghosting you? Stop ghosting them. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, just saying. Yeah. But that's a soapbox for me. I hear you there because we're marketing. So I get a lot of people reach out to us and we're not like a national firm. So I'm hiring everybody left and right. We have like seasoned tenured employees. But I have a little template in my email to send saying, thank you so much. Right now we're not hiring. I kind of give them some resources because I want to leave a good impression because should we need someone else, I don't have a bad taste in their mouth. Maybe they went to a company, stole some great trade secrets. And then five years later, it's just even better timing for us. You never know. But yes, that's just like on the sales side. So I mean, and not that we create all of the sales process for our clients. We're creating the marketing process. It is more on your shoulders to create the internal sales process. So how are you reaching back out to your customer? How often are you following up with them afterwards? Because as a homeowner for eight years, I've replaced almost every single thing on my home. Yay. But I've seen so many different follow-through processes. So not that that's 1% your forefront marketing. That is the end marketing. If you did all this work to have a good website, have all this content on there, make sure you rank and they're calling you and then you're ending the follow-through process or the sales process preemptively, you're really leaving a lot of dollars on the table, which unfortunately is going to offset what you think is working for marketing. So that's why we talk about tracking, relating that back to this tip too, is because if you actually can track, you'll know exactly where each of your leads is coming from. Are they coming from all the time I'm spending on social media? Look at my TikTok because I'm a local plumber. Dang, okay, now I see they're all coming from this coupon code I had or my website or these ads I'm running. You can actually relay it back to there and know where you need to spend your time. And that's kind of where you can track everything. I promise you, if anyone wants to know how to, I'm more than happy to yell at you and tell you how you can do it. Well, and that's what I was gonna say is what you're talking about with tracking. So I have a background in digital marketing and even with my business, I struggle with getting all the tracking right. Things are changing. There's new tools, there's new techniques, there's all sorts of new things that are happening. And I will tell you that spending the time putting together this tracking strategy or this plan with the experts, like One Thing Marketing is going to save you so much headache. It's going to save you so much pain. It's going to save you so much money to just do it right up front. What's that saying they have? If you fail to plan, plan to fail. And that's exactly what you're talking about. And it's never too late to put this tracking stuff in place. That's my personal opinion. It's never too late. But if you don't do it now, it's going to cost you so much more money just figuring it out and just going to the school of hard knocks and hoping that you've got a great marketing team that can do it. This is one of the things I believe you got to track through the whole thing. So if you close a deal and you're not reporting that back to your marketing company, I might be stealing some thunder from you, Brady, but that's a problem. <laughs> like you need to tell them, hey, I closed these, I didn't close these. One of the things we see a lot when we're developing metrics for employees 
is we'll often see people hiring CSRs, which are essentially the marketers. And then sometimes there'll be a sales team, especially for larger estimates, that kind of stuff. And the techs that are selling are always like, well, they keep giving me bad leads. And then I go talk to the people that are closing the business and they're like, well, I didn't know they were bad. Nobody told me. And that's part of tracking is you have to communicate. Sorry, I'm getting all a little soapbox. I'm stealing some thunder from you, but this is why you need to hire an expert for this kind of stuff, especially when it comes to performance management with your people. They can't perform if you're not giving them good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'll share this for the mountaintops with you because one thing I give all my clients the power to do if they want it is log in to see their call tracking system because I can tell them where calls came from, but I don't know at the end of the day which clients sold. So did you get a $50,000 lead that you closed and it's like the holy grail of all clients you want? Well, please, please, please either give me that phone number or you take that phone number and try to find it in the system. Copy fine. I mean, control F. We can all do that. Put that number in and see where they called from. Like that's information that's going to help not just you, but help us to know, wow, so we're getting 90% of your best quality callers from this. Great. Do we want to cut spending the extra $5,000 a month on that billboard because we only got two phone calls from it and neither of them closed? I mean, like think of the money you're trying to save with this. I mean, call tracking does require spending some money, but there's many clients we've saved a thousand to two thousand to three thousand dollars a month with continuing because we were able to track it. They found exactly who closed from where and they're able to justify at the end should they continue any of these marketing channels because we do need to spread ourselves out a little bit, but we should not spread ourselves so thin and keep money into places that don't work. And that's where we're both trying to think, make sure everyone understands by the I love it. And I will tell you that in the digital marketing space, when it comes to customers and the mediums and the vehicles that you have to use there, way ahead of the recruiting space. In the recruiting space, we don't have the kind of tracking. So we do have to put some crazy stuff together. But I'll tell you that a lot of people come to us and they'll say, oh, Indeed is the only place I get employees. And I'm like, when they go back and they track it back, they're like, oh, we get lots of applications, but we don't get very many employees, especially ones that we like. And when we shatter that for people, they go, oh, well, maybe Indeed isn't where I should be investing my money. I should be doing it somewhere else. And that's exactly what you're talking about. We had a client that was running radio ads for recruiting, $40,000 a year. When we started tracking it, they got zero, zero new hires from that. But it looked good. It felt good. It was in the community. They would go to a coffee shop and the barista would be like, hey, I heard you're out on the radio this morning. But it's all vanity. Like it didn't actually drive them results. And just like the follow through we talked about is make sure that information's back on your site. So, I mean, they might find you on Indeed, but they're going to do a Google search on you. They want to find the dirt. Your website could be the best place to stomp on some of that dirt. Like we talked about those FAQs. We actually have some FAQs and I'll make it brief. It's almost telling you what we want you to be if you're going to work with us. Like, here's what a good client is to us. Here's who we work with. And it's stuff that might seem kind of very blunt and not that, hey, we don't want you if you're this way. But one of the things we say is if you're not going to track, we're never going to have good relationship because that's what we need to make this a partnership. So if you're against that, then feel free to do a Google search again for these keywords and see who pops up and find someone better there. But it's all those things that we're making them actually get that information to eventually, once you call, submit that contact form. And so even to that, as far as when it comes to the recruiting side is the follow through everything you have back on your website or other marketing, it has to relive those advertisements that you're doing and give even more information because we can't slap everything that's amazing about your company on a billboard. It's just never going to fit. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask if this is trade secret, just tell me. 
but I know there's DIYers listening to this right now going, you're talking about call tracking, you're talking about great call tracking systems. Which one you recommend? What's the best one out there? So we use CallRail. I love CallRail. That's my current <laughs> favorite. Yep. Yeah. Some people don't like it. I actually just had a meeting with someone who wasn't a fan of it. But when we talked about it, it actually came down to his marketing agency was not using it correctly for him. So one thing I tell everybody is if you use CallRail is you can actually set up what's called a whisper message. So that way it'll whisper to you. And that's what our clients get call from website. So it'll say that. And then within like one beep, you'll be connected with the person who just called. So that way, if you want to track these things internally, you can, and it could actually have call tracking numbers for your job boards. You're trying to recruit versus a potential client you're trying to close. You can actually know the difference to that and give them an even better first impression of We've you. actually seen, and I don't know how to do this. Maybe you do, but we've actually had a couple of clients that have actually given up their traditional phone system and went to call rail because it tracks and records everything. And they just, they move all their numbers over there and the whole phone system lives in CallRail and it's really cool. It's really cool. Well, hey, if we could keep going, you even brought up reputation for a second. Like that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> like there is so much here that we could talk about, but I love that you broke it down into those two things, just really being educated and understanding and having that relationship with the marketing team and being a part of this and then tracking, 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 tracking. I mean, the tracking when I geek out on because I wish we had the tracking in the recruiting space that you have in the digital <laughs> marketing space. It's not quite there. And frankly, I don't think it's ever going to get there, although we're all doing our best to make it happen. So I know that you've got an offer for our listeners right now. I learned some great things today. I'm sure they learned some great things today. Tell us, how can we learn more about you, but also take advantage of this offer? Yes. So I want to make 2023 better than 2022 for every trade business I talk to. So if what I've said kind of helps scrape the surface of what you're interested in, if you have an in-house team that just kind of needs to refresh, revamp, and just have that good beginning of the year marketing talk with each other, we actually have a free ebook. So it's the nine top strategies for trades companies. So if you are in some type of trade or home service industry, just go to our website, onethingmarketing.net. And it's at the very top saying download our ebook. It'll come straight to your email address with everything you need to know. It's a nice hefty PDF. So we're actually going to give examples and some really good strategies within it. But my second offer is if you say, I don't have time to read. I don't have time to do anything. I just need to be told what to do. Then we actually do offer free strategy sessions. So on that same website page, you can just click the top right button and you'll schedule a free strategy session with me. And when I told Brian, the fun part about it is I get to do homework. So you're going to schedule 30 minutes to brainstorm, but I'll be doing a pre-audit of your website, a pre-audit of your SEO, your marketing. If you're running any ads, I'll look into all those things and we'll meet for 30 minutes. We'll give you everything you need to either do this on your own moving forward or have us create a strategy so we can do this for you because we are a niche-based in the trades and home service marketing agency. So that's what we love, specialize in, and that's what my dad did my entire life growing up. So I really understand what it means in a family business to make sure it's thriving and growing and making sure that there's food on the table for everybody now and in the future. Awesome, thank you. And we will have all those links in the show notes. So if you're driving right now, which I'm sure some of you are, when you get back to the office, pull it up and you can get those links so you can take advantage of not only that ebook, but I think that strategy session sounds awesome because sometimes we're super close, like things are just right there. We're off by a degree or two and you just need a second set of eyes to say, hey, did you know this? What did you think about this? And you can solve it. And I know Brittany and they are amazing over there at One Thing Marketing. They actually aren't here to sell you. They're here to help. And 
If you end up doing business with them and that's how they end up helping, awesome. But if they can just get you unstuck or point you in the right direction, like you said, you never know what's gonna happen in the next few years, right? You never know where someone's gonna be at. So take advantage of that. Brittany, thank you so much for being here today. I've really enjoyed it. I've learned some things myself. What a great episode. Thank you, Ryan. This is awesome as well. The Blue Collar Culture Podcast is sponsored by bluecollarculture.com. We help entrepreneurs create a healthy culture and build a self-managing business. To learn more, go to bluecollarculture.com.